0: China has rolled out an anal swab coronavirus test. Oh, come on. Saying it's more accurate than the throat method. It's more accurate, but it's still being called the number two test. Yeah. The only trick is finding the right position to hang your butt out the window of your car. From the
1: After Nine podcast studios, this, this is the award winning After Nine with Scott and Kat. Well, and a good day, everybody. Um,. Anal swabs. Anal swabs. Hi. Anal swabs. Hi. Anal swabs. Let's just
0: jump right into the asshole of this bit.
1: Honestly, I can't. With the, people are messaging still about the anal swabs because the, the story is no is no joke. Can we just do this first? Let's do this first one.
0: Sure. Do you want uh, me to read it like uh, like I've got it online here? Yeah, sure. I can do it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Beijing, China, for those who aren't familiar with the term. <laughs> Beijing, China is using anal swabs to test its residents for COVID-19, a method that experts say is more accurate and raises the chances of detecting the virus. To collect test samples, the swab needs to be inserted about 1.2 to 2 inches into the rectum and rotated several times. After completing the motion twice, the swab is removed before being securely placed inside a sample container. The whole procedure is said to take about 10 seconds. I just want to stress here, this is not a fucking drive through test, everybody. You're not going to pull up for a drive through COVID test and hang your asshole out the window. Wait a it's not going to happen.
1: There couldn't possibly be people actually thinking that that could be a potential way that you do an anal swab is a drive through
0: well, you know, but I can see why stupid. people might think that.
1: People are fucking dumb. Well, there's so, that. Yeah, absolutely. There,
0: there, there's that. Yes, they're very fucking dumb. <laughs> but uh, there's people, though, who have only been tested via a drive-thru because they made it super convenient. And you just pull up and you give them your health card. They copy down the info. They stick the swab up your nose and you're on your way. That's not how they do the anal test, everybody. You don't pull up. But put your how do you think this is going to work? Seriously, you think you're just going to pull up. Put the car in park, get up on your knees, pull your pants down, put the window down, and uh, can you reach my ass? Can you reach it? Yeah. Okay, just stick it in. Go, go.
1: You know, on a cold day like today, too, wouldn't that feel nice?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You bare ass out the window?
1: Big bare asshole just outside of a car window. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Why would you think it's
0: a... Uh, Yeah, I know.
1: It's a new super spreader. (laughs)
0: <laughs> open wide the new Whoa. version of
1: the super spreader my favorite though is i mean an honest to goodness headline that we posted up on our uh on our radio stations page uh, this morning which is accurate is that anal swabs are set to become china's number two method for covid19 testing
0: <laughs> and that's the truth
1: that's the truth you can't i mean it's legit uh but it, I don't know, but here we go. There's so many jokes you can make. It's so many puns. So I mean, many. we could be here all fucking, all for like all day long doing these. But is it something, you've done the swab testing, nasal swab testing. Is this something that you, you could get behind?
0: Huh? <laughs> That's could, a good one too. I'm telling you, I
1: could do this all day. But really though, honestly, could you, would you ever make this an option based on your experiences with the
0: nasal swab? I don't typically stick anything in my butt but i mean if this was <laughs> but you're gonna make that declaration right here and now that you have never i mean traditionally i've been uh a, a one who avoids sticking things up my ass however i mean if it's a better way i found the nasal swab thing very very uh, invasive i mean i was like a half second away from saying okay get that fucking thing out of my nose but she was pulling it out anyway at the time and by the way if you've never had one done it sucks more coming out than it did going in, just so you know. But we need to get it done. We need to have tests, and we need to know if we've yeah. got this this fucking virus, or even worse, the variant, which is killing a ton of people. So I guess if the anal test was an, an alternative, maybe. The way it works, by the way, is there's a whole series of instructions here. You get the swab, and it's one of the long ones. You You grip it, and then you stick it in your ass. And you swab it around, like they say twirl it like 10 times, about two inches into your ass. I don't know if some people are comfortable doing that or if they're looking forward to doing that. I mean, for some, it's the most action they've had in a long time. So, okay. I mean, hey, if you're looking forward to the test and it's a health option at the same time, good for you. But the positions that they tell you to get in here on the how-to video, which is on scottandcat.ca if you want to see it. There's
1: a video. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, there's a video. They're recommending that you could like lay on your side and then you just give yourself a reach around and like, uh, 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 oh, yeah, there it is (laughs) done. Or they're also recommending here. Let me do it here. I'm going to hang on. I'll move the mic with me here in the same way that um, you might do this. If you were like shaving your privates or something like that, they recommend you could put your foot up on the tub and just give yourself a little yeah swab it up in there
1: (laughs) i can picture it i can picture it foot up on the tub uh boy that's
0: when you don't want your partner to walk in on you no the fuck are you doing
1: well how many people might get their partner to help them with this i mean that's when you know you're at that comfort level Mm-hmm. With your significant other, that's a, a whole like the it's the top. It's you know what I mean. There's a whole bunch of different levels approaching anal swab giving. You know, like your comfort level. Oh, I tooted in front of them. Oh, this that anal swab has to be up there. That's when you know that shit's for real. Like that's that's your shit's for real. For life, you know, and and they're <laughs> never going to judge you when you ask them to give you and the anal swab.
0: Sure. I mean, let's be honest. There's a couple of different kinds of couples out there. There's some couples who are like, n- 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 nothing in my ass. Stay away from the ass. Everything else is fair game. Don't put anything in my ass. And then there's other couples who are like, put everything in my ass. And and it doesn't really matter which one you are, but this one is for your health. So, I mean, if you have the option to have an extra hand and let's face it, somebody else doing it would probably be easier than you doing it yourself, I would think, just logistically. Then why not? Get your partner to help you. You know what? Make a nice Saturday afternoon out of it. Honey, I brought home some swabs. Take your pants off and let's see if you've got COVID. <laughs> Here, you know what? Uh, while you're there doing the dishes, just spread your legs a little bit and I'll test you for <laughs> for COVID-19. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do anything. Just it's stand okay. there. Honey, Keep doing the dishes. I'll test you.
1: It's just the tip. It's just the tip. <laughs>
0: Yeah, somebody's going to fucking abuse that. Oh, for sure. Well, that feels bigger than a swab. Surprise!
1: Wait a minute. minute. (laughs) You're not sending that to a lab. (laughs) Liar.
0: (laughs) Hope you don't mind. I want to videotape this. Is that okay?
1: (laughs) Medical purposes. Scientific research. Call it whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Pay no attention to that camera. Let's see if if you've got COVID-19. Filthy. (laughs) uh scott and Kat.ca has got the uh, visuals as well or you can look at the feature image of this podcast to get a rough idea of what it's like to to stick a swab up your asshole Anyway, how are you? It's, it's fucking cold. Outside. It's
1: so cold. Yeah, this is the first time we're going to hit like minus 20 ish temperatures where we are. So we're bracing ourselves for that. I'm I don't know, like part of me is okay with it, especially considering we've got a, a order to stay at home anyway. And that's right where I want to be right near my my furnace that I love, 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 love oh, so much in my fireplace that I will have on. Um, but I, I so I'm okay with it. It's winter. What are you going to do?
0: sure uh listen i'd like to thank him and i think we all should thank doug ford for ordering us to stay home today's your perfect excuse to not go outside because it's ridiculous out there i mean fucking cold uh we did a fun thing this morning on our fm radio show we were asking people for your best it's so cold jokes we got some great ones like just great it's so cold your false teeth chatter while they're still in the glass it's so cold (laughs) actually that one's not bad it's so cold i'm shivering like a mobster in a tax office it's so cold rappers are pulling up their pants <laughs> it's so cold chickens are lined up outside kfc for a turn in the deep fryer
1: i like that one
0: <laughs> it's so cold justin trudeau has his hands in his own pockets <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's- it's so cold miley put her clothes back on (laughs) see some of these are good that's not
1: bad that's not bad it amazes me how many people had a mother-in-law joke this morning it's so cold even my mother-in-law seems warm (laughs) brutal (laughs) brutal
0: uh speaking of justin trudeau he's not having a good time right now because this vaccine shit keeps taking weird turns and twists on him Now, have you heard the latest uh, about the syringes?
1: Uh, Yeah, what happened? There's another (laughs) another issue. Like, I can't believe how many issues we have.
0: Honestly, if I were Justin Trudeau, I would call everybody into the office and we're going to have an in-person meeting. Everybody put your phones away. You're just going to sit there and shut your mouth and listen, fucking figure it out because I'm wearing this. And I didn't really have anything to do with it. I think we all understand he didn't do much here. It was his team and his staff and his ministers that did everything. But he's taken the brunt of the shit for it. So now Pfizer has asked Health Canada to relabel the vaccines. So any change has to be approved by Health Canada. Pfizer wants it to indicate that it contains six doses instead of five in each vial. The problem is, in order to get six doses, they need to take smaller syringes. Well, we ordered the larger size. In fact, we've still got, what is it, 87 million of the larger size syringes on order. Now we need the smaller size ones to get six doses out of it instead of five. Well, I mean, Justin's just got to be ready to fucking kill somebody at this point. It's a whole new debacle. I bet you Justin didn't even know there's a difference in sizes of syringes. He probably had no fucking idea. Yet here we are. Yeah, here we are.
1: And that's the, that's the, it's a good example of you do have to keep an eye sometimes on who you keep around you because maybe you do trust them entirely, but that could also end up being a mistake. And maybe such is the case here in multiple cases. I mean, we've talked about a couple of things that make him look bad, but like you mentioned, it wasn't him exactly, but I don't know. Does he also have a responsibility to overlook those things. I mean, by no means do you want to micromanage, and you shouldn't have to micromanage your entire team around you. No matter what you do, you shouldn't have to. But maybe, was there an oversight missed, like in terms of maybe he should have been on top of it or had a second opinions on everything or had someone double-check and triple-check things? Or do you think that would have mattered?
0: I don't know. Like I said, I mean... (laughs) I don't mean to be disrespectful, but he's not a smart man. He's very good at being a politician, but he, nobody ever accused the guy of being a rocket scientist. Like I said, he probably had no idea. He probably didn't even know what a pandemic was until we were actually in one. But he's got to be turning her. Every time a new story comes out in the Toronto Sun, he's got to be like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that we were late on it and we took our chances on a Chinese vaccine and that didn't pan out. So then we had to scramble. OK, whatever. OK, fine. But now it's just issue after issue after issue. Like, I think he was hoping this would go away, but then, oh, fuck. The Pfizer plant over in Belgium decides they want to renovate. Oh, screw us. Right. And then the European Union threatens to possibly withhold some exports of vaccines. Great. There's the newest issue. Now they're not going to do that. But we have the wrong size needles for the fucking vaccines. The whole thing is just a calamity. And and he has let's face it. It really doesn't have anything to do with him. He didn't do anything. He's just the boss. But he's got to wear it and try and not blame everybody else and i'm sure he's dying to i'd love to see him come out for one of his daily or semi-daily news conferences that he does and just say why the fuck are you asking me ask anita anand she's the procurement minister i didn't fucking do it <laughs> yeah. start hanging people out to dry uh, why don't we have enough vaccines oh i don't know why don't you ask health canada what their problem is and why they haven't approved more like mm-hmm. i don't approve vaccines ask them
1: We got nowhere with asking the states, right? I mean, that was like a you got shut down. That's not happening. Or is there still a chance that they could help us out a little bit?
0: Well, I mean, there's a chance. But nearest I can tell, Joe Biden hates Canada. And I'm not uh, making a joke there. He doesn't seem to like us at all. I mean, he's done a lot of shit in the last week to fuck Canada. I mean, from canceling Keystone XL, the Buy America provision is going to completely shut a ton of Canadian companies out of supplying to America. He's got a ton of vaccines. We don't have any, and he won't give us any. I mean, what's his problem? I thought him and I mean, Obama and Trudeau, they were besties. They loved doing shit together, and they would have lunch and beers, and they had a state dinner for Justin Trudeau in Washington. Well, they I don't mean- do that very often. But Biden doesn't even seem to like us.
1: I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think it's too early to figure out if that's true or not. And, and the two are familiar with each other because when he was with uh, Barack Obama, let's not forget Obama also did shut down Keystone XL. Am I wrong? Like he was not about it either.
0: Well, he wouldn't approve it in the first place. Yeah. And then Trump came in and did approve it. And then Biden came yeah. in and unapproved it. So,
1: I mean, you can't really you can't say that Obama was all for every single thing that some people may have been for here in Canada. And, and by the way, there's people in Canada who are happy with that decision, too. So I don't think necessarily it has to do with him hating Canada or so. I think it just happens to be does. that the first few things he wanted to put in play, the first few emotions did impact Canadians a little bit, a little bit. That's all.
0: I think he's trying to make us weak so they can invade. I think they're just, we don't know what the fuck's going on down there because the border's closed. And I think they're just lining up. And as soon as the border opens, they're just coming in and they're going to take shit.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ, Scott, don't start that shit.
0: Give people a new thing to worry about. Yeah. Fuck COVID. Worry about the Americans Watch out invading for the us.
1: Americans. No, <laughs> not, don't listen to any of that shit. People, don't listen to any of that shit. No, I think they, it's just decisions. They, they that already took to-
0: our basketball team.
1: Fuck. There are already decisions that were kind of imp- like that were we knew would happen when he when he was put into office, and there are things that he had to get done right away. I am not, I'm not angry about it. I'm not angry about it.
0: Speaking of them stealing our basketball team, what the fuck's going on with the Raptors? Like, I know they lost some pieces in the off season, but it shouldn't have had that much of an impact. They lost again last night. Should Gosh. we be worried? Or do they just play better when they're in Toronto and they've got, like, the fan support behind them? I-, I thought they would have liked playing in Florida. That's where they played last season, but they're just not doing very well down there.
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe other teams uh, have uh, adjusted a little bit better to it compared to the Raptors. Or maybe there's more to it. Maybe we're missing something. Uh, I don't know.
0: I guess. Uh, While we're on sports, the Super Bowl is now less than two weeks away. They say despite a record number of people being told to stay home, one thing that will not change with this year's Super Bowl is the number of chicken wings that are consumed. Uh, 1.42 billion chicken wings is the estimate on wings that will be sold for Super Bowl in just over a week.
1: Chickens are like, fuck.
0: Oh, here we go again, right? Like, damn it. There's nothing better than a good, delicious chicken wing. I sure. mean, like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things while we're talking food. Kraft has just unveiled a special Valentine's promo, and they're only giving these away. They're not selling them, but they do have quite a few to give away. They're uh, promoting this new pink mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. They say it's pink candy mac and cheese. Mm. It's basically food coloring, like the cheese powder that comes in regular KD. It's pink. So when you mix it in with some milk and some butter, it turns your KD pink and apparently gives it a slightly sweet flavor. Okay, interested.
1: Uh, I mean, no, not me personally, but I could see people being interested in that.
0: Kids, I think, would like that. Maybe yeah. that's a good little lunch to make for kids on Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's a Sunday this year, right? It
1: is a Sunday this year. Yeah, that's definitely an option. And if, if you can't get your hands on that, but you like the idea of turning things pink, there's always also pink food coloring, which goes a long, long way.
0: Yeah, you could have had pink KD all along. It's just neat when it comes all packaged together. Sure. Uh, this is mainly an American thing, but if you do want to do it, yeah, sure. Go out and get some pink food coloring. It's not just KD, by the way. You can make anything you want pink. Use that food coloring. Guy in Indiana in a lot of trouble. He just got a new Lamborghini. He decided to pull out his phone and put a little video on Instagram of himself driving his new Lamborghini. He got it up to 213 miles an hour. Uh. You asshole.
1: What? What? what, what? And I hate that. I hate that when people post shit like that and they think it's cool, like fun. (laughs) Look Look at at me. me go.
0: No, 213 miles an hour driving around in his Lambo. He posted the video to Instagram like the fucking moron that he is. And guess who saw the video? The cops. Hey, (laughs) maybe you don't know this, but the cops have Instagram too.
1: Wait a minute. He didn't even have it on like private or send it just to like close friends and family or something. What an idiot.
0: No, he just posted it public profile. Hey, look at me driving around in my Lambo. And he's showing his car, the view out the front. You can clearly see the speedometer at 213 miles per hour so the cops saw it tracked this idiot down they went and charged him with reckless driving speeding and using a handheld device while driving
1: (laughs) you're such an idiot
0: (laughs) you know what though I'm getting sick and tired of people doing dumb shit. I mean, we've all made mistakes. Okay, mistake, "Ah, I shouldn't have done that, but I did. I'm going to get a ticket for that. Okay, that's fine. This guy, I mean, that's flagrant. That is just ridiculous levels of fucking dumb. You deserve to get that ticket. And you know what? I hope you go to court and fight it so that the judge can look you in the face and say you're an idiot and charge you with even more. That would make me happy. Fuck.
1: Just just that's it. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot, by the way. Uh, just for being an idiot, you owe an extra $5,000.
0: <laughs> they should. You know what? We've talked about it before. There should be an extra fine just for being stupid. Yep. Like there's the crime, and then there's how stupid you were in the process of committing it or trying to get away with it. That's the extra charge. Yep,
1: I'd be here for it.
0: Uh, how much effort do you put into finding the good background when you're doing a Zoom or a Teams or a Meets call?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, so I am a little strategic with that, I will admit. I, I in Just in terms of – okay, a couple of different things. Number one, I got to make sure it's tidy. So if I know I'm having a Zoom meeting, especially a work call, that's important that I make sure that – I don't like nothing looks like a sloppy mess or anything, which usually it's fine. But I always double check. Maybe I'll put the pull the plant a little closer behind me to make it look like I keep plants alive in my house because I only have one that's alive currently. Um, And I, you know, just kind of just check the background. So, yeah, I mean, I I do intentionally look out for that. I do. I do keep that in mind.
0: The headline this morning is that people are buying books more often now because books look good on that shelf behind you and people are trying to make themselves look smarter
1: oh my god you know you have to read the books though like you can't just they're just buying them and putting them there and not reading them
0: yeah i mean i have a bookshelf and it's got some books on it it's the, uh, it's more for displaying knickknacks and shit than it is for books but there are books on it i don't know if it actually makes me look smarter to sit in front of a bookshelf full of books but no. it doesn't eh
1: i don't think so Mm. like i really wouldn't look at someone's background and see books and be like oh smart 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 like that's not that's not where my head goes at all
0: i wonder if people actually like fixate on that like you're on the zoom call and you can see there's bob over there and his and there's some books over his shoulder do you try and like zoom in and see what kind of books bob's reading i don't know if people are actually doing that but people think there is oh bob must be a smart guy he's reading barack obama's book oh okay great I don't know if people, I think you're overanalyzing it a little bit here, guys, if that's what you're doing, but uh, sure, to each their own. Me, I've tried out different places in my house. I've actually done it, I'll open up on, on my MacBook, I'll open up FaceTime instead of Zoom or something like that. And I'll go and test out different spots in my house to see where I'm going to get the best effect for the call that I'm going to jump on. Wow,
1: you put a lot of effort into it.
0: Well, for some calls, some are more important than others. Some of them are just like, yeah, 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 screwing around, talking to buddies or associates or one of the various lacrosse projects I'm working on. So I'll I'll do that, just comment. I don't give a shit what's in the background. But for others, if if I'm doing a, a Crime Stoppers call or something like that, I try and make it look a little more professional, So I see where people are coming from here. Maybe adding some books is an unnecessary expense, but eh, whatever. If it makes you look smarter, I guess it makes you look smarter. Uh, The one that I've been sitting in front of a lot lately, though, in my dining room, I've got a picture hung of me playing at the Canadian Open a couple of years ago. And every fucking time I sit in front of it, somebody inevitably will say, what's that picture there? Is that you golfing? And then I can tell them the story. Yeah, that's me playing Uh, at the Canadian Open. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't ever have that background when you and me are in a meeting, please.
0: Oh, it's going to be in every meeting don't. now. Please, you them. know
1: why I don't like it? It's not—it's not the picture itself. It's great, and I've heard the story a lot of times, but I don't like the side talk. Like, if I'm in a meeting on Zoom now, I'm—I'm I'm over it, right? I mean, I think we can all agree we're a little bit over it. So sure. let's just get the Zoom meeting done as soon as possible. If we're stopping to dick around and talk about your photo behind you for. 10 minutes that should be taken up with important issues, the reasons that we're actually on the phone call. I'm not happy. Let's go. I don't (laughs) give a shit about what books you got behind you, about anything else. Make it as boring as possible so we can just get to the meat and potatoes and get the fuck off the call.
0: Yeah, I know people. And I'm the same way. Me, if I'm especially if I'm tired or I'm in a rush, let's get it let's cut to the chase what do we got to discuss boom let's wrap it up
1: talking about you at the canadian open and then that's a different fucking story
0: i'll always make time i'll (laughs) always make time if you want to hear the story i will fucking tell you the story (laughs) my girlfriends
1: and i if i do so for me too but my strategy that i was talking about strategically i'm usually in my studio because professionally we're all on the same page here so if you and i were doing a a zoom call with our boss and some other people um from different radio stations in our group no problem i'm in my home studio nobody even bats an eye to that that's fine that's all normal for you but if i'm talking to my friends or family and i'm connected via studio it just becomes a thing. So I try to go into a different room of the house. I'll do it in the kitchen or in the living room or I don't care, in the bedroom, I don't really care. Because they just ask so many questions. And It's just, it's not that exciting. I know it looks exciting for people who don't have it, but it's a professional microphone. So they'll, oh, you sound super clear, Kat. I'm like, yeah, well, I paid a lot of fucking money for this microphone, so I hope so. (laughs) What headphones are those? Those are magnificent. Yeah, I also fucking pay a lot for these too. It's what I do. But they're, they're very, and the soundproofing in the back, which I spent a lot of time on to come up with a cool little purple black pattern that I love. And that's all fine. But if you and I had a chat, for example, you wouldn't even ask a question. Maybe you'd be like, oh, where'd you get that? Did you get that on discount? Like, where'd you get your headphones? it's cool. And then the conversation's over. Nope. My friends can't get past that I'm in a radio studio, basically doing a personal call. So I try to purposely avoid that (laughs) again Mm -hmm. so I could talk about other things. Like, I don't want to talk about me in my studio, man. This is all I fucking do right now. Like, let's do something else. Let's talk about you guys. What are you guys up to?
0: I stopped doing Zooms in my studio because it was just too many questions. Like you said, uh, oh, hey, what's that thing behind you on the desk? That's my headphone stand. You have a headphone stand? Yeah, I've got a fucking stand for my headphones because I don't like them sitting on the desk. They sit here. It lights up. Yes, it does light up. And you can also plug things into it. It's great. What's that over there? Oh, uh, that's a Comrex. Oh, what does a Comrex do? And it's just like one thing after a fucking another. Uh, you're right. Let's just minimize the bullshit. White walls behind us or you at the Canadian Open. Those are the only two things you should have You know have in the what? Background Even
1: those Zoom. stupid <laughs> fake vacation backgrounds, you've seen these people do this too, right?
0: Yeah, you can add a picture.
1: Like palm trees or beach vacation. Like, okay, cool. That's at least you can laugh at that and go, ha very cool. And it hides whatever shit's in your background of your house or wherever you are. And then you move along. So that's not bad either. Don't mind that. But otherwise, let's keep it plain so we can keep this meeting tight. <laughs>
0: let's go. Let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> an excessive amount of screwing around is completely unnecessary. Last thing here, they asked people uh, their thoughts on 2020 because it's now a couple weeks behind us. And they figured out that on average, people are willing to pay about 1800 bucks to completely erase 2020 from their memory. And I don't think that's true. I don't think people would trade the memories from last year for anything, let alone uh, pay money to get rid of them. But it's still a little raw and it still sucks a little bit. So I get it. But on average, it was 1800 bucks. Is what people would be willing to pay to get rid of all of those horrible memories. Mm -hmm. But then they asked people, well, what specifically would you like to forget? Hmm. COVID-19 was number one, obviously. 50% of people had COVID-19 as the number one most stressful thing from last year. Below that, though, kind of interesting, and I forgot some of these things. Third on the list was the death of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That came out ahead of the stress of Donald Trump. More people were affected by the just or by the death of RBG than Donald Trump's antics last year. Isn't wow. that nuts? Wow. Kobe Bryant came out ahead of Donald Trump. Thirty okay. percent said Kobe, Trump was at twenty seven percent. Wow. The death of Chadwick Boseman, 24%.
1: That was a shock, too, right? And when it comes to shocking deaths like your Kobe and like uh, Chadwick, too, that can hit people really hard because it's not like they were expecting it to possibly happen anytime soon.
0: Mm -hmm. Other things that made the list, 22% said the killing of George Floyd, unemployment rates in the U.S. and beyond, protests in Hong Kong. Really? I mean, I get that that was a serious thing, but I didn't think 21% of people were paying that close attention to it. Okay. The impeachment trial of Donald Trump, that explosion in Beirut, 10% said one of the most stressful things for them was murder hornets. (laughs) What (laughs) happened to the murder hornets? Where did they fucking go?
1: We found like, didn't we find like a couple? We found a couple. It's okay so far. We're all right. Yeah, but it's not like the
0: plague. I think people were expecting these murder hornets to come in like locusts. And it was nothing like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here I am, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) I'm here to kill you. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the royal family got 9%. Who are the one in 10 that were that stressed out about Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family that they had to tell a survey person that? But
1: hang on here. Do you have those anybody in your life or do you just know of someone who is like a royal watcher? And when I say that, that's like the minimum thing you possibly say that are so invested in the royal family. This was everything to them.
0: Isn't everybody over 50? a royal watcher i thought that that's just the way it was (laughs) it it seems a little less important to the younger generation but uh i I don't know if they were that stressed about it i mean oh they're leaving oh okay you can have an opinion one way or the other i just didn't think it was something that important Mm. but yeah whatever last but certainly not least the report into what happened to the staff at rideau hall is out I've got a good story about this on scottandcat.ca. It's a very long report, like, I don't know, it's like 100 pages or something like that. And most of it's redacted, so you don't actually find out specifics of what happened.
1: I hate that. And you know, I said, that's what I wanted. I want the specifics. I want the details.
0: They say that's to protect privacy. Here's what I take from that. The staff was willing to tell the CBC and then eventually the investigators what happened, but they still, even though she's gone and she's resigned, they still don't want Julie Payette to know it was them that ratted her out. That's the only thing I can think of, to be perfectly honest with you. That's the privacy that we're protecting.
1: But why are you worried now? I mean, she's not going to be in that position any longer. What is is the worry if you you do come forward and call her out in person?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, put it this way. They say dozens of people recalled repeated and persistent bad behavior, including screaming, public humiliation, aggressive conduct apparently some of it wasn't just like emotional it was physical i'd love to know the details of that like julie is, is um she's a no fucking around kind of woman like it, it, what did she do that was physical like did she push somebody did she like staple a memo to somebody's forehead like what the fuck happened i yeah, want to like, know
1: i know i need to know the level like of like what, give me a like from one to ten how fucked up is it i i want to know I, i'm like i just I want to know all the details
0: The report shows that of the 92 interviews of current and former employees or people who are otherwise knowledgeable about what's going on in there, 92 interviews, less than 10 of those people had anything positive or neutral to say about the working conditions at Rideau Hall under Julie Payette. That's a pretty bad success rate. Yeah. That's really fucking bad. Well, you
1: knew it had to be bad in order for it to escalate to this point, right?
0: I guess. But, I mean, holy shit. That must have been, like, actual hell. And me, I love the drama. I fucking love it. I would love to be in that situation because, I mean, I don't care. You know, if you want to yell at me, oh, OK, fine, whatever. I'm going to reach a point at some point where I'm going to snap back, but I'll just sit here and take it for a little while because I can laugh about it. I don't need the fucking job. Doesn't matter to me. So I'd love to have been in that situation just so I could be a fly on the wall and see how bad it was. Mm-hmm. It seems like actual hell on earth. Like worse than the weather in Ottawa, working at Rideau Hall in Ottawa.
1: That's too bad too. Like how bad would it have to, and how do you not know, okay, being her, being Julie Payette, for example, in those kind of circumstances where you're an asshole to work for, do you realize you're an asshole to work for? Mm. Or did it take you getting fired for you to realize, oh, maybe my conduct wasn't that professional? Or did you know the whole time it wasn't? You're just like, fucking right. I'm getting away with this and shit's getting done. And I don't care. Like, do you care or do you not care? Where's your sympathy level at? Like, I I have a lot of questions for her.
0: Well, I mean, maybe I'm the only one, but I'm still kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt. We talked about this, I think it was earlier this week in the podcast. Maybe it was late last week. I I think she might come by it honestly. I mean, this is a girl who's never really had a typical straight-up normal job, but she comes from a very military background and a NASA background. She probably thinks it's perfectly fucking normal to... I don't know, whip a coffee across the room because somebody spell, spilled some, spelled something wrong. <laughs> she probably someone. thinks it's totally normal to, like, yeah. wipe all the papers off the desk and call somebody a loser and say, fix it, stupid. Like, she <laughs>
1: seriously. But it goes back to what we talked about in the podcast. What was it, back on last Friday when Dave Blizzard was joining us? Do you... Do you have some kind of a lesson that you make sure that these people who don't have the same background as others might go through? Like, do we need to do conduct courses specifically for management to make sure that they realize that's not OK? I, I You shouldn't have to, though, I think is the answer. You should not have to. But that's I mean, it's quite amazing that that it came to that or I, we're not going to obviously that she threw a coffee at someone, but it came to to a point where it was possibly physical at some points. Whatever that might mean, that's never okay. Don't people know this, though? Did she not know that?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, public humiliation, screaming, aggressive conduct, like... I wouldn't fuck with her. She's actually been to space. She's got really good, detailed military training. I'm not doing that. If she says, you fucking idiot, you can't spell favor right. All right, I'm an idiot. Okay, I'll just sit here and take it then. That's cool. I'm good with that. I don't mind. I mean, at some point, I'll reach my breaking point and just walk out the door. But I would also probably kind of laugh because you don't see that in a regular work setting anymore. Back in the day, maybe it was a little bit like that. Not anymore. I mean, that's just totally not okay. So I'm hoping we get more specifics, but I don't know if they're going to release them. I know the government's trying like crazy to bury this story like they're actually cheering for COVID in hopes that this goes away. Um, Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. If we do find out, I think it'll be a while before we do. But it's pretty interesting nonetheless. Okay, uh, we got to go. We are going to wrap it up for today. In case you haven't listened to it yet, yesterday, Ryan Imgrund, the biostatistician, was on to talk about COVID and when we can start reopening Ontario. Great episode, great interview. Ryan's great. Check out that. And we will see you tomorrow with another edition of After 9.